are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey, everybody, what is happening? It's your girl, Janon, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they are now. So, hey, y'all, what's good? Okay, so before we get started, let's just all take a deep breath in okay and release okay because we are about to talk about a lot of phenomenal fights that actually took place over this past weekend and if you're a diehard yet okay even if you're a casual combat sports fan you should know about this because ufc 227 in los angeles took place over this past Saturday, okay, and so many great fights actually took place, and some of the results were actually so surprising that we are still shook to this day, even though we are about like four days um, uh, past that whole event, but we're still so shook. So, taken from the bantamweight championship fight that actually happened between TJ Dillashaw and Cody Garbrandt to the flyweight championship bout that actually happened between Henry Cejudo and Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. And all of those fights were phenomenal, of course, and so many other great fights actually took place in the in the main card, um, card as well. And um, I wish we could actually talk about those fights as well. But uh, most importantly, today we're going, going to be attending to that uh, the fights that I just talked about. So the Cody Garbrandt and TJ Dillashaw fight, we're going to be talking about it. And of course, we're going to be talking about the great, great fight between uh, Henry Cejudo and Demetrius Mighty Mouth Johnson. We're going to be talking about what actually happened, what things could have been prevented, and you know, what are the results and what are the future implications of these fights, okay? So, especially it's important to, I feel like it's really important to talk about these two particular fights because their outcomes are actually kind of uh, intertwined because the the in the future we might actually see a potential fight between the winners of those two particular bouts. So stay tuned to figure out what I'm going to be talking about because you know you might have actually watched the fights, but there were so many um, detailed things actually watch out for when you were watching those fights so we're going to be talking about those things today on the show okay so we have that coming up what else okay so if you've been catching up with some of the pre-fight stuff that the ufc usually does before their main pay-per-view cards so the day before the fights i believe it was so on the friday the ufc had their press conference so the pre-fight press conference that they had i believe it was and they were celebrating their 25th anniversary um, during that press conference and of course at the end of that press conference a whole bunch of phenomenal fights were actually announced. Uh, so pretty much whatever fights are that are actually going to be taking place for the remainder of the year, for the remainder of 2018. And all of these fights, all of these fights are the ones to actually watch out for and are the ones that you really do need to mark your calendars for because these are the fights that we, the fans, actually wanted and we're actually getting them, okay? So fingers crossed, hopefully nobody gets injured and we 
we actually do get to see all of these fights take place bef right before our eyes, okay? So we're going to be talking about a few of these fights that were actually announced. So we're going to be talking about them today on the show, but... Um, uh, just like I said, we're not going to be talking about all of them because, of course, there's so many. And some of them were actually already announced here on the show, including the Darren Till and um, Tyron Woodley fights, which is for the welterweight championship of the world. We already talked about that, I believe. And um, another fight was uh, that was actually, you know, officially announced was the Paulo Costa, a.k.a. Bohochinia fight versus the Yoel Romero fight. Um, uh, fight so that fight is obviously going to be phenomenal but we've already talked about it here on the show i believe it was last time or the episode before that we've already announced it so i'm not going to be talking about those particular fights today but today we're, i'm going to be talking about the most important fights that we need to actually watch out for uh, out of these fights that were actually announced on Friday, okay? So we have that coming up, and if we have enough time, we're going to be getting into some of the stuff that we have coming up for the next couple of weeks here on TKO. I'm, I'm just going to be announcing a few things here and there, and... Um, whether you guys actually want to, again, mark your calendars for some of the upcoming events that are coming up over the next couple of weeks in terms of boxing, MMA still. I know the biggest card that we had for the summer was this uh, was actually this UFC 227 card. But don't get me wrong, there's still some other great fights that are about to actually happen for the remainder of August. So make sure that you tune in to hear our breakdowns of those fights as well. Okay, so that's that. And what else, man? Okay, so yeah, that's pretty much what we have coming up today. But before we get into all that breakdown and all that um, announcement, I guess. So today, I okay. So if you've been tuning into the show, you probably remember that we used to have this section um, called the weekly dose of motivation slash the daily dose of motivation. And I know because we, we had so many fights actually break down over the past couple of weeks, we kind of forgot to include that section into our episode. And I know we usually do have that uh, segment in our episode, but... Uh, you know, today is your day because today we're actually going to be having another weekly dose of motivation for y'all, TKO Nation out there. So, okay, ready? Okay, prepare your minds. Okay, here we go. So here's the thing, guys. So this week, uh, uh, we are going to be talking about something that has actually happened to a lot of athletes out there. And uh, the best thing about it is it doesn't just apply to athletes and it just doesn't apply to the world of sports. It's actually so important that it does apply to the rule of life as well. So all of us out there might have actually encountered this, might have actually encountered what I'm going to be talking about today. And um, you might you might have had your own problems with it, but I will, I will actually give you my solution. Okay, so here's the thing. So just imagine, I'm just going to give you an example in, the, in, in terms of sports, and then I'm going to talk about it in terms of real life. Okay, so imagine you're the world champion, okay, in, in a particular combat sport, okay? And then you go into the ring, you have everything that you can possibly ask for. You have all of your previous belts because you're the you're the best champion out there. You're getting so much money and you're just on the top of the world. Everybody knows you. Everybody regards you as the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. OK, you have everything that you can possibly ask for. However, you just go in there. And just you don't know why, but things do not go your way. 
and you get let down by yourself first of all and then you get beaten horribly by your opponents and um, it's all over you're not the champion anymore you lose your title and you just lose okay and after all that things uh, all those things actually go down you just think to yourself man why me why did i have to go through it i've done everything that i had to do in terms of maintaining my power and in terms of staying confident and staying strong and i've given it all i've dedicated so much of myself into this whole process i've been working hard i'm so dedicated and and uh, persevering i have everything that that i i had to have in order to be successful in this field but you know this happened and this just came out of the blue and um, it's just not fair why me why me and so this story actually might sound familiar to you because it actually <laughs> actually took place over this past weekend to one of the champions that was actually about to defend their title um, over this past weekend. And uh, actually throughout the show, you probably know who I'm going to be talking about. Not going to name names, but okay, j- that's the story that actually took place. It's real life, but then in, in life, actually... The same thing might actually go down. So you might be in school or at work and you're you're giving it your all. And then sometimes you just get negative messages and negative vibes from people around you saying you're not good enough. And, you know, things just don't go your way sometimes. And you're faced with so many challenges in life and things like that. And you just sit down and just say to yourself, you know, why me? I've done everything right. But why is this actually happening to me? Well, you know, it's a common thing to actually happen to everybody. And it's so natural. Let me tell you that. So don't worry if something like that actually does happen in your life. All you have to do is to kiss goodbye all of that letdown and anxiety that is um, being caused in that situation. Because let me tell you this, you're as good as the state of your mindset. So as long as, okay, you could be going through the worst things in life, but as long as you have a strong mentality, as long as your uh, your state of mind is in an okay place, you have nothing to worry about. And I'm not talking about fake confidence and um, even arrogance. I'm not talking about those things, but it's important to mentally keep yourself strong. Because let me tell you this, it's so easy to let yourself down. It's so easy to just give up and sit in a corner and to just um you know worry about your life and worry about all the problems that you have but it's it's so easy to do the do all those things but it's i know it's hard to actually pick yourself up and um, think differently about your situation i know it's hard that in in tough situations you you really try to uh, you really want to be optimistic i know it's hard but it's doable So instead of just doing the easy stuff, which is to just let yourself down and keep adding to your own uh, uh, mental problems, you know, uh, when you're going through all those tough things, instead of doing all those things, get back up and uh, pick yourself back up, give yourself confidence, put yourself in a better place in terms of uh, mentality and you know, it, it, just like how Rocky Balboa says, it doesn't matter how hard you, how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. And it's honestly true. I know it might sound a bit cliche, but it's so true. And it actually does work, man. So whenever those things actually do happen, just like I said, 
put your hands on your knees, just get back up and put yourself in a better place in terms of mentality and mindset because those things are what mattered the most, especially in the beginning of those um, uh, worrisome situations and those situations that are causing you a lot of stress and um, a lot of letdown. I know, I know it's so hard, but the best thing to do is to, is to improve your mindset and to strengthen it. Okay, it's I know it's not a tangible thing. It's not like your bicep muscle that you do curls and it gets stronger, but it works the same way. You can actually work it and it will get stronger and stronger eventually. Okay, so please do um, take this as a as a as a good message from the show today, and um, just please do try to apply it to your life if if it ever does happen to you. So. Just strengthen your mind and you will be amazed at how much better things are moving and how much um, smoothly things will actually go on if you ever get into uh, 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 troublesome situations, okay? So please do take that as a, as a good message from the show and um, I hope it actually helps you in your real life, okay? So yeah, man. So actually, in terms of the example that I gave you guys uh, in the beginning of this whole segment, so yeah, you probably guessed it, right? So that was Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, who used to be the bantamweight champion at the UFC. This guy said he was on the top of the world, and um, unfortunately, he came into the octagon, and um, things just didn't go his way. But that wasn't that wasn't the end of the road, of course, for him because after the decision was actually announced, well, first of all, in the fights, there were so many instances that Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson could have just tapped out and just could have um, given up, but he didn't do that. First of all, and he kept on fighting and fighting and fighting, and then at the, at the end of the fifth round, when the, the the when the decision actually had to go to the judges, and it was actually announced that Henry Cejudo is now the new world bantamweight uh or excuse me flyweight title uh holder of the world so you know Demetrius Mighty Mouth Johnson didn't just give up and didn't just you know leave the octagon just like how some other people do he wasn't really um uh, protesting to the decision that was announced he totally accepted it and um, he was I feel like it was because of his mindset that he took it in a really good way. And he was even clapping and applauding um, uh, as Henry Cejudo. And it was just very good sportsmanship from him. And um, I feel like when you when you actually have that mentality, when you're dealing with your problems, uh, it's just going to help you deal with it better. And it's, it's going to help you so much more in terms of just moving forward. And of course, um, in the in the case of um, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, it's not the end of the road. And of course, if something similar does happen to you guys out there in the real world, please just do take my word. It's not the end of the world. And all you have to do is to just pick yourself back up mentally and strengthen your mindset and just keep on moving forward because better things are actually coming your way, okay? So trust me, do that, give it a try. And I, I promise you, it's going to help you so much more. Okay, so, okay, there is that. That's the weekly dose of motivation that I have for you guys. So guys, stay strong in terms of your mindsets. You got this. If you're going through stuff, you got this. Trust me. Let's go, champ. You got this. And um, yeah, man, there's that. 
weekly slash daily dose of motivation. And all right, I like how I actually alluded to the fight that I was going to be talking about today. So, of course, the Henry Cejudo and the Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson fight. You know, it's it was a very, very interesting fight, actually, because... Because of all the things that I just said, everybody was thinking that Demetrius Mighty Mouth Johnson is just so invincible. And there's no way in the whole world that Henry Cejudo is going to be defeating him. So as a result, Henry Cejudo came in as a big, big underdog in this fight. And especially because of some of the things that we've seen from Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson previously, some of the uh, quote unquote ninja stuff that he's done before in his fights. It was just so unpredictable what we actually saw on fight night go down between Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson and Henry Cejudo. So it was just so surprising to everybody. And um, just like I said, the best thing about it was even though Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson lost, but he took it like a gentleman and um, he took it so well that that too was so surprising. And just like I said, that was actually really inspiring to some of the people out there who might be going through similar things, might be going through their own problems, but now they know how to deal with their problems and how to make it go better. Okay, so yeah, I was personally rooting for Demetrius Mighty Mouth Johnson, but the way Henry Cejudo actually performed on fight nights, it was so beautiful and dominating because nobody was actually expecting Henry Cejudo's wrestling to be that good. I mean, yes, he uh, he was actually a gold medalist in the Olympics in the 2008 Olympics in Beijing for Team USA uh, and, and, and freestyle wrestling, but nobody actually thought you know, you hear all those things, but you don't actually, you can't really imagine how good his wrestling could could be on fight night. But we, we were actually convinced and he proved us all wrong on fight nights. And he demonstrated such high level wrestling skills. And the best thing about it was, you know, usually when we see wrestling in, in mixed martial arts, it's so... You have to exert a lot of power in order to actually successfully attempt a takedown and for your takedown to be successful. But this time around, Henry Cejudo just did those takedowns so effortlessly and just looked like he was just literally taking a sip out of a glass of water. That's how easy it looked for him. And he was constantly taking down Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson left and right ever since the very first round. And um, his striking, too, that was pretty good. And uh, from the very beginning of the fight, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson was just on defensive mode. And he just kept on uh, uh, moving away from Henry Cejudo. He kept circling around, but his footwork was actually really good. Okay, so I can give him props for that. However, uh, Henry Cejudo, no matter how far Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson tried to get away from uh, Henry Cejudo, Henry Cejudo would still attempt those takedowns and he would still be successful with them. So just like I said, it looks so effortless and um, it looks so beautiful because Henry Cejudo was actually being so dominating in this fight and um, not only wrestling, but he also attempted a lot of um, judo skills as well. So... You know, what he would do, actually, I feel like that actually helped him a lot with his takedowns was he would get close to his opponent and he would put his leg behind his opponent's leg so that his opponent would lose balance. And that way, uh, the takedown that he would actually attempt would go a lot more smooth. And so because of that, I give him props. I give both of them so much props, guys. And um, 
I, I really enjoyed that fight, even though, just like I said, I was rooting for Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. I still enjoyed that fight a lot because both of both of them actually brought it on. And uh, there were no, I, you could definitely see that none of them were actually holding things back. You guys know I really hate it when fighters are trying to fight cautious and they don't really take any chances. I really hate that. But this time around, the fighters definitely brought it on and they fought with their whole heart and because of that the victory that Henry Cejudo actually got was so much more uh, I feel like desirable so because of that I want to give a big shout out to both of these guys shout out to the new flyweight champion in the UFC Henry Cejudo shout out to him and also shout out to the former champion Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson because of all that sportsmanship that he showed afterwards and all that uh, tough mentality and um, you know strong mentality that he showed afterwards I really appreciate that and yeah Shout out to both of them. And now let's quickly talk about the TJ Dillashaw and Cody Garbrandt fight. So this one too, a lot of people were still doubting TJ Dillashaw, even though TJ Dillashaw was a was champion. And um, in the first fight that he had with Cody Garbrandt, he already showed that he was just a little bit better than Cody Garbrandt, you know, better enough just enough that he would deserve to be called the UFC Bantamweight Champion. Yes, of course, Cody Garbrandt was the former champion, but now he had done something to Cody Garbrandt that made him the new champion. So there's obviously some weaknesses with uh, Cody Garbrandt's um, style of fighting. I mean, I mean, okay, so let me rephrase that because by, by talking about all those things, you might say, okay, Janan, you're being biased and you're picking TJ Dillashaw. You're, are you saying that Cody Garbrandt is not a good fighter? Okay, I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is there's a reason why TJ Dillashaw became the champion when he fought Cody Garbrandt the first time. And this time around, I just don't understand why, but a lot of people were picking against him. So it just didn't really make sense because overall, even prior to this fight, I just overall think that TJ Dillashaw is a better mixed martial artist. However, Cody Garbrandt is a better striker overall. I, okay, I don't I don't consider Cody Garbrandt a better overall mixed martial artist because he usually relies on his striking only. And he doesn't really uh, attempt any takedowns or doesn't really attempt any kicks or uh, things like that. So because of that, I only consider him to be a good puncher, a good striker. And because I mostly say that because when he punches, when Cody Garbrandt punches, he, he actually sees his target, okay? And he measures it. And then he throws that punch. And because of all of those measures taken, his strikes are usually so much more accurate than anybody else's. OK, so because of that, I, I give him um, so much props for that because not a lot of fighters actually do that, especially in the world of uh, mixed martial arts. I mean, yes, there's some other fighters that actually do try that and they're actually successful via doing that, like Conor McGregor and um, Darren Till, you know, guys like that. They actually measure their punches. They see when uh, where they're about to punch and they punch. And so because of that, just guys like said, their punches are going to be so much more accurate. And that's one of the good things about Cody Garbrandt. However, just like I said, in the world of mixed martial arts, I feel like you have to have other things as well. You have to have mastered so many other things um, uh, 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 in, in terms of your weapons. 
you have to have、uh, you have to have a lot of weapons as your resources, and then use them accordingly in a fight. Not just rely on the best weapon that you have. I feel like you need to vary vary things up in your fights and.、Um, Keep on improvising while you're actually fighting your opponent, and I feel like T.J. Dillashaw just has a better chance, and and, and it's just so much better in doing that than Cody Garbrandt. So that was my mindset prior to this fight, and of course, you guys already know what happened in the fight. So T.J. did not disappoint. T.J. Actually, so first of all, let's just give both guys a big shout out because in the in the very first. In the very first round, excuse me, both guys brought it on as if they just want to knock each other out in the very first round, and that was really beautiful to watch because you, we actually saw that Cody Garbrand he just wants to take revenge, and、um, just just like I said before, he wasn't there to be cautious. He wasn't there to、uh, take precautions. He was there to do the deed. He was there to do what he was.、Um, Uh, supposed to do okay, and that was to take his championship belt back. But you know those things went down. But but the thing was, T.J. Dillashaw, he just saw his openings better than Cody Garbrandt. And the thing that was really surprising to me as a fan and somebody that has actually rewatched the first fight between T.J. Dillashaw and Cody Garbrandt. T.J. Dillashaw actually saw an opening that he saw in the first fight, and he threw the exact same combination that he threw before, and、uh, that he threw before, and that had actually worked on Cody Garbrandt, and that was the straight、uh, straight cross and a hook towards Cody Garbrandt. And you will be surprised to know that the same combination worked the exact same way in the rematch in this fight that happened over this past weekend. It worked the exact same way, and、um, you could be saying all all things that you want. You could be saying, "Man, what was Cody thinking? Did he not see this coming? Why did he? Why didn't he just try to defend it?" Well. You know things like that just happen, and then it all comes down to how smart you fight, how how smart and wise you use your opportunities, you, and how smart and wise you use your openings. And T.J. Dillashaw, he, just like I said, he's better in doing that than、um, Cody Garbrandt because Cody Garbrandt just wants to throw his strikes. You don't. He, I feel like he doesn't really、uh, want to play the game. But I feel like T.J. Dillashaw, he he's just so much better at playing this chess game of MMA. Whenever he's actually、uh, he's actually fighting whoever opponent he has in front of him. Okay, so I feel like T.J. Dillashaw, just like I said, is a better mixed martial artist. But that does not take anything away from how good of a striker Cody Garbrandt is. And just like I said in the beginning, T.J. Dillashaw re-won. His title, and、um, sh- or should I say, he defended his title, and he still has his title with himself. However, Cody Garbrandt lost again for the second time in this rematch. So there's that, and actually, so Henry Cejudo, since he won the last fight between、uh, him and、uh, Mighty Mouse Johnson, he's been saying that he wants to win.、Uh, he wants to actually fight the winner of this TJ and Cody Garbrandt fight. And now we know that TJ Dillashaw has actually won this fight, so we might actually see a good super fight between TJ Dillashaw and Henry Cejudo, potentially at a, at a catchweight. So it will probably be at around like 130 because. 
I feel like it would be too much for uh, TJ Dillashaw to actually cut down all the way to 125 pounds where Henry Cejudo usually fights at. And it, would be, uh, it wouldn't be advantageous to um, Henry Cejudo to gain 10 more pounds to actually get to 135 pounds because Henry Cejudo, he's only 5'3", and it, it just wouldn't be smart for him to gain that much weight to actually fight uh, TJ Dillashaw. So yeah, man, there's that. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed those fights, and I hope you guys did as well. Man, man, man. Okay, so unfortunately, we didn't have time to talk about the fight announcements that the UFC had on Friday. But we will talk about them throughout the upcoming weeks as we approach those fights. And man, oh, I talked a lot. So unfortunately, that is all the time that we're going to have for this week, fam. Okay, what else? So make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with TKO, our previous episodes. You can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes if you want to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Jenna right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.